0: everybody this is erica and yvette and this is the melanin pearls podcast episode 16 can you believe that no
1: i'm it's it's (laughs) i i mean i don't know where the time is where it's going it's just a blur we are more than halfway through 2021
0: indeed q3 dude totally Totally, I know, and, and and as you're saying, this year has flown by, and you know, along with this being the middle of the year, this is the time for dun dun dun. Midyear reviews. <laughs> mid-year
1: reviews. You know, where are you? Are you prepping? Are you have you started? Do you need to start?
0: Exactly. So, are you ready? Like, we just want to talk to you about readiness. And and during this episode, Yvette and I would want to talk about steps we've taken to prepare for our respective processes. And we hope to provide you with tips and tools that you can utilize as part of your respective process. I always find that mid-year sneak up on you. You know, yeah. it's like you start the year, you set your goals. You get into the throes of work, and then it's the 4th of July weekend.
1: Then it's the 4th of July, right?
0: And you got to create a self assessment and you have to kind of get yourself ready for that process. And you're like, Wait, what happened? We just started this year, so we really wanted to just take stock, you know. Because in episode two, we talked about being the architect of your career, now we want to help in that architecture, I guess, for (laughs) lack of a better word. I don't know
1: (laughs) that building, building that foundation. (laughs) At you to get you where you you say you want to be um, exactly really stressed upon in episode two was you know doing the assessment to figure out like what you want from your life who you want to be what you want to stand for what do you want to do what's your passion to start digging in and figuring out exactly what you want to do and then look at where you're at you know, is a portion role? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Whatever. Can you can you curate a new role out of your current role so you can do the things that you're passionate and you love? Is your organization the right organization? It's, right. It's okay. it's okay if it's not, right? But that this means to start looking to go where you can get to that next level, get the experience, be in your superpowers 90% of the time, waking up with so much energy and excitement to go do what you love to do. Right. Exactly. And if that's not where you are right now, it's totally okay. Totally.
0: Okay. Exactly. That is, that's a great thing to say that because, you know, th- these are just guidance to go, you know, things that we're going to talk about and, and hopefully it will help you frame your, your mid year, your year end, your next year. So yeah. please don't walk away thinking that all the things we're talking about are things that you have to get done like by the end of the year, because it, it really doesn't, doesn't happen overnight. So at my firm, we're currently in the midst of mid-year reviews, and, you know, this is the time that I take stock of my goals, the goals that I made at the beginning of the year, and where I am relative to those goals, right? And it's a good part and a good point to do that. However, there's a quite a bit of preparation that needs to be done, you know, as part of this process. So, Yvette. What did you do to get ready for mid-year? Um, so uh, at Amazon,
1: we don't have, you also don't have quote unquote year end. Our review period is in April. Okay. Uh, of, so April, 2022. So what I'm, I'm always curious about your work. Like I'm always writing down the data points, what I'm doing, who I'm working, what I killed, what I knocked out of the park, right? Who I helped, I helped get promoted, who I wrote reviews for that ultimately got promoted. I've been leading and where they started and where they ended and their successes, because it's just not all about you, but it's also about who else you helped become successful. And how are you helping create the next? Well, that's where I am in my career, where monster mini me events, right? The next leaders that are just kind of tear it up in technology, right? That'll then are also make the investment to create mini monsters of them, you know, that's my legacy, right? I don't have children. I, you know, that's not me, right? My legacy is not children or something leaving behind. My legacy is to create the leaders who are inspired and want their life, the lives of people that crosses their path and the world that we live in that just wants to make it better, want to pay it, continue to pay it for it. That's my legacy. So I put all of my energy and reason why I love my job is I'm helping build the future leaders that want to do the right thing in technology, want to create inclusive, diverse teams that want equity, level the playing field because people, it ain't pie just because more people get to the table don't mean that's less it's an enhancement you get to innovate more you get things that in your small world that you that's where my focus is in addition to you know like healing it um from curating solutions that's my role so for me um, in 2020, at the end of 2020, um, I decided to start looking for a new role within Amazon. And because my current role didn't give me the scale and influence that I really wanted to have. And, I, I, you know, you can put me as an individual contributor. Now you put me on a prod, I'll kill it, right? It'll just, it'll be, it'll work out well. But that's just me. And I'm just putting like one here, next. How does that change the culture? How does that board? best practices? How does that raise the bar? I want to be able to help people at a scale level do what I do exceptionally well with their twist on it. I want to encourage them and help them to believe in what they can do to be that leader that I know they are, but help others along the way. So my new role is totally all about that. And I love it. I wake, I leap out of the morning, super excited <laughs> because I'm passionate. like, I'm super, super passionate about it. So for me, you know, I'm looking to continue to thrive in my organization. So uh, I've, every one-on-one that I've had with my manager and at my level, we do monthlies, right? Cause I know what I'm doing. You don't need to look after me every two weeks. Um, uh, we meet monthly and our, our monthly sessions is road mapping to get me to VP right those that we talk about you know we talk about the things that you know i'm working on whatever but it's all, the the 45 minute session is share 40 minutes is spent on the roadmap to get the vp what i have to do what does he have to do to get the vp me holding him accountable to do what he says he needs to do and then me doing the work working the plan and leaning on him to bridge the gap where i need to people be introduced or do certain things Working the plan. And so I've been working the plan. Me and my manager have been working the plan since January. Right now, I'm in the position where, you know, 2021, 2022, Q1, I'm going to be promoted. I mean, so it's the plan, folks. I mean, so I went in with a plan where I wanted to be. And I've been having conversations, holding my manager accountable to work the plan with. And we're a little bit behind. There's been some changes and org structure changes within the organization. But we're still on track for Q1 2022 for me. No, so that's that, what that, I've been doing. That's awesome.
0: So so we have a traditional uh, mid-year process. So basically we are in the midst of that right now. And, and a lot of what you said um, kind of resonates with what I've done, but... You know, coming from that traditional mid year and year end process, you know, I, I've been keeping track of my accomplishments, you know, all the work that I've done outside of my day to day. So to Yvette's point, you know, part of my job is to mentor and and help others succeed. So I'm a change manager, which means I deal with all things change. And what does that mean? It means working with our clients. So, like Yvette, I've transferred to a new role. I've been in this role now a little bit over a year, but I'm I'm a change manager, so I wanted a client-facing role. Um, I've had client-facing roles in the past, but this is different. Um, just the way work um, is a bit different than the traditional uh, two-year, three-year projects. My things—the work I work on—is very um, tactical, short, getting the job done for the client, right? So it's a little bit different than what I've done before, leveraging the same skill set. But there are people that are junior or don't have the skill set. So part of my job is to make sure that those people are equipped and have the mentorship involved in doing their job. So uh, that's been something that I've really been very passionate about. Um, as far as I, I enjoy that. Like you said, Yvette, it's something that I, I totally enjoy. I've also tried to change how, um, or get myself involved in different aspects, not necessarily change, but get involved in different aspects to in, insight change, to bring change, right? So in my department, we didn't have a a mentoring program. So I worked together with some of my colleagues and we put together a cross-functional mentoring program to assist resources that may want to have a mentor and help them grow and help them learn. So these are things outside of my day-to-day, but things that I felt were important because one thing, if you want to push things forward sometimes and you don't, and you see an opportunity for improvement, you kind of have to jump in and get in there, right? Things don't fix themselves or things don't become things on their own. And You need people to really try to bring up that idea and move it forward. Um, So from the start of the year, I've kept track of all those things that I've done, all the accomplishments, Um, and I utilize this as input into my mid-year assessment I also reached out to stakeholders to Yvette's point like those people that you work with whether it be a senior manager a peer someone that reported to you so I'm not a functional manager right now I'm a I'm an individual contributor that works a lot with different teams so they don't don't directly to me, but I'm responsible to making sure they get the job done. So I I often think that's harder because you have to uh, motivate people (laughs) versus them directly reporting to you. But anywho, um, since I did not have direct uh, reports, I you know didn't get that feedback, but I did get feedback from all of the people that I worked with, whether they are my clients, internal, external. I uh, working into that. I also took some time to review my value proposition. What am I good at? What's my brand? What do people when they hear Erica's name? What what do they equate with that? And looking at that and taking stock of your value proposition uh, involves you taking a hard look at yourself, but also getting feedback from others, right? Like when they hear your name, what do they think? Like, do you know what they think?
1: (laughs) You know, so, right? It's important that your value prop is gets you to that next level. What do you bring to the table? Why are you as an individual critical to the business? How do you transform the business? How do you make more money for the business? How do you improve the business? How do you level up the business? Your value prop, my value prop, for example, is I am a change agent and I create leaders along the way that helps organizations to innovate in their segment, in their vertical, be telecom, it could be healthcare, it, to innovate to quickly in this modern world. Because if you can't transform, you remember how COVID hit and now everybody had to work from? Organizations that couldn't support all percent work from home are no longer in business today. Exactly, and you can look that up. Exactly. You need to be able to pivot at the drop of a dime to keep your business running, to keep making business, to be able to support your customers. Because if you can't support a 100% virtual workforce, if another pandemic hits, you are not going to survive. So my role, the value that I bring is that looks for me to go to our customer and raise the bar. But along the way to meet team is also leveling up and raising the bar and the create bar razors along the way not just at amazon but at the customer so it's just like being an amazonian and working for aws we are not the silver bullet because technology can't fix everything we we can only help you go so far the our customers have to do the work too but they also need they may need help like they may not know what they need that's where that's my that's where i come in it's gonna be hard it's gonna be difficult we may be uncertain, but trust me, I'm going to be your strategic partner. We're going to do that next step. Not only are we going to get you to do the business outcome that you're looking for, I'm going to show you how you can generate this when we leave, because we're just not going to be staff org. We're not going to come in and just stay forever. I'm going to teach you how to fish so you can go out and get the tunas, the whales and whatever. Right. And if you want to innovate and do something new or different, definitely bring us in because we we thrive on being on the leading cutting edge of technology. That's my value prop you know and have an elevator pitch like you've heard about this right like you are on the you step for example this actually just having step on the elevator the door is open so walk in what are you going to do? Get in the corner and just be, you know, look at him and look at the floor, look at him, smile, <laughs> can't say anything and get off. That is an awesome opportunity right? to tell him what you do for his company. Mm-hmm. That's the short version, you know, of your elevator. You need to be able to be able to tell anybody your leadership, your leadership at another organization and how you knock it out of park and what's your superpower and why you are so unique. No one else in the world can do what you do. You need to be able to button that up. And be able to tell that to a leader, if you get on the sixth floor, he gets on the fifth floor by the first floor, knows your name, he knows what you do, and he says, call my assistant in the morning. That, you need to be ready to roll like that.
0: And I think that's something to practice, you know, that's something that you have to, that's something that I would suggest if, if any one of our listeners, you know, need assistance in doing it, you can definitely take a look online. There are a lot of resources, I'm sure online, we'll try to find some, but that's something that you have to practice, you know, what, what's your, what's your, what's your value proposition, you know, um, you know, one of the things I think about, one of the things I like about myself and one of the things I know I do exceptionally well is I'm almost like that SWAT person. You can take me and parachute me in the midst of chaos and I'll make it work. Um, You know, the train could be it's like a Tom Cruise movie. You know, the train is leaving the station. Something happens. It's off the rails. The the train conductor is dead in the corner and the train is going crazy yeah, you yep. can fly me in and I'll make it work and I'll put it back on track. And, and that, you know, I, I say that, you know, facetiously, of course, that's part of the value prop, but, but you have to know what you're good at and yep. you have to take good stock of what you're good at. And that would involve, I know Yvette, one day you sent me an email kind of asking me for fact about you. And yep. I think that, you know, it's something that I definitely am going to do this year because it's good to know what others think. I know some people say, well, we don't care what people think, but when it comes to your career and moving your career forward, you have to understand what your brand is. You just do, because if you don't know what people think about you and then, and Ah. then you're like, and then you're like, I don't know why I never get this opportunity. Well, you don't know what the streets are saying. And, and I think that that's, that's important. You need to understand because if it's something that is, that needs to be corrected, you want to know Sooner, You want to know sooner than later. You don't want to be like, I don't understand why I didn't get this promotion because there's something out there and and you really need to be honest and take stock. And I I think that's one key thing that, you know, we all have had to do, be honest and take stock. And I think, you know, Yvette and I, in our roles, we try to help people take stock and help them grow. And we truly enjoy doing that because we know by generating, especially for those that look like us, <laughs> we want to help them grow. And we yeah. want to leverage the experiences we've had for them to grow. And 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 I just say that just because that's needed. Right. Um, but back to what we were talking about. So, (laughs) um, one of the other things that I've done as well is continue to have discussions with my manager to Yvette's point. I don't talk to my manager every two weeks. We talk, you know, every four weeks, six weeks with the goal of working through that plan that we've mapped out. And where I need her assistance, I ask and where we work together to determine a plan to say, okay, where should Erica be and what should Erica do and who should Erica know so that I can move forward in my career. And those are conversations you have to have your manager. You have to really drive that conversation, drive the agenda. Yvette has mentioned before, she goes into it with an agenda. I go into it with my list. This is my list. I want to go through all these things today. Uh, what else you got for me? You know, you have to drive the conversation. And it's in your mid-year, up. it's managing. It's, manage- up. it's- we Absolutely. This. We mentioned this
1: in our episode two. It's called managing up. It's not a bad thing because right. you want to take advantage. I look at it this way. I'm like, oh, I get 45 minutes all to me, me, my manager. Exactly. It's all, about, it's, all, it's all about me. Two, to have, I want him to be radically, I don't want him thinking about other stuff. I tell him, please close Slack. I'm going to close Slack. Like I help him to be hundred percent fully present, be a really good input to the conversation. I prevent him from being like, oh, squirrel, let's talk about this. No, bring it back. That's me managing up. It's my career. He had his way. He would be multitasking, sending emails, sending Slack messages during my time. This is, exactly. this is my time. All about me, my time. And I hold him to it. And he loves it, right? Because no, because it's not like he has uh, nine reports right now. There's not like nine people doing with him. It's just me. I'm taking advantage of it. He is super powerful. He's well-connected. Look, I'm using, I'm, I'm using 44 minutes and 59 freaking seconds on me. You got something else, put it in an email. We can talk about it later. But we need to focus on me. And one of those things is that I require of myself, but everyone who asks to be in a meeting with me, you need to send me an agenda. What was gonna be covering and what are the objectives? I don't accept meeting invites in it. Right. I mean, I don't. I decline with with an edit and saying what is the meeting about? Once the agenda, and I understand it, you can resend me the but I decline. So I'm teaching people to be meeting organizers, right? If you want to have a good meeting with an outcome, what's the agenda? My one-on-ones with my manager, it is I set it up like the uh, second week of every month. I set it up and in my meeting invite, it's everything that I want to cover. Mm-hmm. Everything I want to cover in that 45 minutes. And so we we work it. We work it. Every boom, check it off. Okay, done that. Done that. okay, this is your action item. We talk about it and then I follow with him with meeting, like just capture of the station who's doing what and by when his is on stuff. It's not all my work, right? You got to do some stuff. And I hold accountable to that. And he, and leaders love you You come prepared, you drive so that they can focus and radically listen on who they know on their network, how they can help to that next level. How can we help you thrive? You just can't wing it. I And I said Mm -hmm. it in the second episode, never wing a one-on-one with your manager. If you are unprepared, push it you know, and so you can get prepared because you are going to teach them that this time is a ton of this stuff, basically, right? Because teach them, okay, you're going to be floundering, you know, going all over the place Mm-mm. and you're scattered.
0: So all they're going to do is start so yeah. answering emails. You know, you have to man. the only way to be successful. And I would say if you don't have one, here's a piece of advice. Schedule one. Schedule one now, if you don't have one on ones, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, if okay. any of our listeners don't, they should. Um, it, it's a very important tool uh, that you can utilize to commute for many things, especially if you're in a matrix organization where you do not necessarily report work your manager is not the person you report to, but you report to someone else and they have to give feedback on you later. Manager should know what you're doing because if you're doing and somebody's get, let's say you don't get along with the person you're working with and they come back to your manager and say all these things about you that may or may not necessarily be what has happened. But your manager doesn't know because you haven't kept your manager up to date. They could only take what that person gave as face value. So- It is important for you to meet with your manager with an agenda and letting, and part of that is letting them know where you're and what you're doing and and what challenges. And sometimes your manager can provide you with advice or provide you with, this is the person you should talk to for this particular thing. You need to utilize your one-on-ones. And I say that when you're not matrix, because I'm sorry, when it is a matrix organization, because you may not be reporting to your manager day and that can Really have a bad in your mid-year or your year end because there's feedback that's coming in that you weren't even aware of that your manager knew. And
1: and people, so. people are, some people are afraid of feedback. Feedback is a gift. You want to know good, bad, and the, like you want to know that so that you can fix it. Right. Putting your head exactly. in the sand and expecting a good outcome is complete insanity because you'll, you'll never have a good outcome. Why? Because you don't the fix. You don't know what to work on. It's just like noise. Like Charlie Brown. Like you don't, you don't know what you need to do and expect to get on special projects. If you expect all these things and it's not happening and you're not soliciting feedback for people to, you know, validate, good job, you know, Yvette, good job, Erica, solicit feedback. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have this list of feedback, good, bad, and indifferent with the people that I work with, even with your customers, even with my customer. I will give you an example. I was on a, um, I was leading a program with a customer for a year and a half. Every 45 days I would do a check-in with him. You know, how are things going? You know, how am I doing I can work on? So when the half ended, I had fed my promo doc that fed my conversations with my one-on-ones with my manager. And then on top of it, when my team left the review the satisfaction survey, 10 out of 10. No surprise. I knew exact because I asked, right? Some people are not gonna tell you. They're gonna tell you when something's going wrong. You know, they won't maybe they won't tell you, they may tell you a manager, which is the worst situation to be in. You want to know so you're well informed of things you need to learn, things you need to continue to do because you're doing well to learn to do, to pivot.
0: You 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 want this feedback. It's a gift it is such a gift. And Um, I often yeah, no, I agree. And I often honestly, when I start working with someone, I I start off the bat, if there is something that I'm doing that needs to that, that is 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 just not working out. Because sometimes you go into a situation, you know, and, and it might not work or something happens. And it does give me the feedback right now. Because if I don't know, I can't fix it. So give me the feedback. Um and I think that that you're absolutely right. You you have to you have to solicit for sure. Even so with your
1: manager. If, oh, for sure. Because, because some people, you know, shouldn't be managers, right? I'm just going to say it because it's the truth. I'm going to tell it like it I some people should not be managers and that is okay. But if you have one of those people who should not be managers, you need to check in with them. Is there anything I need to work on? Is there anything I need to do? Da, 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 da. Because there are people who are managers who will wait to the, the last the minute, and coming and your you. promo and your review, and be like you, just let me have stuff that you did not do, whatever, whatever, and you never knew. And since it's the end of the year, you can't do anything. Not any,
0: can't can't do anything it. about it. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. So, you know, we hope, you know, that we gave you, we gave you some feedback. So we're we're gonna this, we could talk about this for hours. So I'm just gonna say this. I'm I'm gonna give my little closure, then I'm gonna hand it over to Yvette. But I'm gonna say this. In episode two, we talked about being the architect of your career. And as part of the discussion, I mentioned, you know, magic sauce, kind of kind of talked about a magic sauce. And and I said that it involves a few ingredients: your brand, your reputation, your network your sponsor, those who talk about you when you're not around. And as you plan for your mid-year and your year-end, think about those ingredients and take stock, right? What is your brand? we kind of talked about that. What is your reputation? This will probably involve discussions with other people, right? Your colleagues, your manager, your subordinates, but you want to know, right? How expansive is your network? Do you need to expand your network based on your goals? And it's something you have to need to take stock of. Do you have a sponsor? And if you don't you probably need to work on obtaining one. And and let me say this, and we said this at the start, all of this may not happen by the end of the year. And that's okay, but we just want you to think about it. It could possibly assist you in your year-end, your your planning of your goals for next year, your mid-year next year. We just want to give you food for thought and kind of let you know that we're in this with you, right? Because we're going through either you know i know at amazon you know the process is different but you're going through a review process whatever period of time it is whatever frequency there is a review process so we just want you to be prepared and we want you to just rock it out and do your very best and truly hope that this helps so yvette i'm gonna hand it off to you to close this out what you gotta say
1: i i will i will website, the links, there's a couple of templates on um, www.eventschmitter.net that helps you plan your agenda when you're one-on-ones with your manager. There's goal setting ideas, questions that maybe can help germinate some thoughts about what you want to do. Are you doing what you want to do? Do you like what you're doing? um, How do you determine the temperature where you're at? Is it you love 80% of your job or you hate 80% of your job, right? To kind of take um, but at the end of the day, you know, we episode two, you are the architect of your career because you are no one can do it for you. You are a builder. Doesn't matter what field you are in. You are a your life, all of it, personal and builder of your career. You need to build it. You need to, you know, nurture it, grow it, maintain it, keep keep your mm-hmm. eyes on it. You know, the, do you need to shift direction? You just can't, you know, be a rudderless ship out there going whatever. No, right? If you, you don't go life, anywhere, if you want the life that you say you want. Get it is if you do the work, you have to own it. You have to build it. You, you need to bring in contract, you know, that's you need specialists because you got special top somewhere, you know, in the house that you're building, bring that person in. You don't know, Ask your network to you know who's the best Tyler, whatever. You building a house, it's like you're building a career. You own it. The only way that you're gonna get the number of rooms and square footage that you want, you have to write it down, write down your blueprint, what you want, when you want to buy, and who you need to pull to get it done. That's mm-hmm. it. Own mm-hmm. it. And you know, you you the life that you want, the career that you want, no one is going to do it for you. No one can do it for you. It's on you. You have to do the work. And there's there that love you and want the best for you. and oh, But they ain't mine readers. You got to document it, work your plan and tap your network to help you hit all the goals and have the life and the career that you say you want. Right. Mm-hmm. And be happy. And then in the end, you, you will be the best version of yourself. You'll be working in your superpowers every day. You'll be loving what you do, like leapfrogging out of the bed and can't wait to start doing what I love to do. Um, in technology, raising the ball, just having fun. It's not work. I have fun every day. And that If that's the type of life and career that you want, as well as helping people along the way, do the work, work your plan, ask for help. And always know, you know—you can always hit up a Facebook, you can ask questions, um, send us an email via our, our website. We, If we know and we can help you, we're going to let you know.
0: Absolutely.
1: Or get you in contact with someone who could help you out. So don't be shy. You know, hit us on Insta, Facebook, you know, website. We are here. Please use us and our collective knowledge. I'm not going to say how long, but our collective knowledge, (laughs) right? To help you get to where you say you want to be. That's why we we created this We're here to Help you get to want to be, you know, living vicariously through us, telling you about our experience we've done, what worked for us, what didn't work for us, what might you be able to use and leverage and work for you. This is what it's, we're all about. We want you to be that what? That best version of yourself. We want you to live a full, happy life, you know, doing what you love to do, passionate about, and being freaking good at it. That's
0: what we being freaking awesome at it. Awesome. Being awesome. awesome. So remember, folks, do the work. And thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. Until next time. Bye. And that's our show. Any samples of media remain the property of their owners. Opinions expressed reflect the individual's point of view, not the Melanin Pearls podcast. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and Instagram and don't forget to rate us on iTunes and Spotify. If there's a topic you would like for us to cover, let us know by visiting www.melaninpearls.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, we encourage you to visualize your best self.